good here. Okay. And we're live and we're good. Shambona. Are you ready for the startup experience of a lifetime? Three determined guys building their dreams and sharing their journey. Buckle up and grab a beer because these guys will blow your mind. You're locked in to the Jerusalem Hub audio experience. And it all starts in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Jerusalem Hub Audio Experience. I'm Shalom Makowitz. Yaron Pact. Aaron Manlowitz. And we are Jerusalem Hub. Welcome to our podcast. The purpose of this podcast is for you to, to join us on our journey of building a company. And we are here to teach you as well as teach ourselves and learn from you if you want to reach out to us on how to build a business and start a startup. That was a great intro. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. It just literally came out. Did you practice that? Totally not practice at all. That. It okay. literally came out right now. All right, great. So yeah, and that's now that's on the podcast. Cool. But I'm cool with that. Either way, um, what, what's new this week? So this week, what we've been doing, um, we're not gonna get into too much detail, but what we've been up to is that we have been 10xing like psychos. Now, for those who don't know what 10xing is, read the book The 10x Rule by Grant Cardone. This guy recommended it to me, and I've re- read slash listened to it like over 10 times already and it is a definite beneficial read for most people I've done a three um, we've I think been gr- I actually did it 10 times we've, we've been seriously grinding in a big big way um, last week we touched up on how we were going to like it was going to be all hands on deck there's going to be at least one person every night doing work and I legitimately think that's been happening um, I think the general vibe has completely changed we're all like very serious we have microphones now, so now things are super, super serious. If you didn't think they were serious. Yeah, it doesn't get any more serious than this. Yeah, That's and I think that, that we are getting prepared for the next three months to to the next six months, and it's going to be a big three to six months. Um, yeah. They're, they're, I mean, I can feel it, and I'm sure you guys can feel it as well. There are big, big things coming our way. Absolutely. And I'm hella, hella excited for it. Um, is there anything you guys wanted to add or I think I yeah I want to actually say something that just happened right now oh um, an action point you okay. say we're 10xing it's just like this just happened right now so at the beginning of the week I think last week actually or it was a few months ago we decided amongst ourselves we're going to do um, TEDx yeah so I applied for the license on Sunday oh yeah they Wait, just responded explain, explain who before TEDx. you go into that, explain what TEDx is. TEDx is TED Talks. First of all, you have TED Talks, and TED Talks is the um, where they gather in these like really broad um, topics, and they talk about like really interesting things. Um, they talk about anything from motivation yeah. to new techniques to get better at all life, sorts of different yeah life, business, business technology, and anything, or just like weird stuff. So TEDx is not necessarily a um, not run by TED itself, but they grant licenses to individuals or companies or people to host their own TED type of conference. So that's a huge undertaking because you have to follow under their brand and do what they say, et cetera, et cetera. And so we decided let's try to make a Jerusalem Hub TEDx. Okay. So you're probably wondering, like, but just think about the thought process of even 
taking the step forward right. to um, that falls right under what we've talked taking about. action to make something happen right and, and it comes sure. under also unreasonable because let's totally be totally unreasonable like who are we to just are run we? a TEDx thing so um, they just responded to me because I applied for the license on Sunday which was a very very comprehensive deep long and annoying process because mm-hmm. it's a long form and there's a lot to fill out a lot to do and um, finally I did it and I sent it in. It took me like three days to fill out. And they just responded to me and they rejected us. Ah, oh, schnitzels. Uh, it was a rejection. But I'm so proud of us that we went forward. The reason they rejected us was because they think we're a, corp- a corporation. And they don't do joint corporation things. We have to be a sole individual. individual. So hmm. I'm going to do it again. So that's yes. not really a failure. That's no, just... this is an outcome. Yeah. And but, either way, regardless of the fact, there are some people out there who would regard that as a failure, but yeah. we don't because as long as you try and fail, you, you understand right. what to do for the next step. Exactly. It's going to happen. The cool part is, is that we didn't look at, oh, TEDx and all the things that, all the rules involved and all the stuff you have to do to do it. So why would I even apply? Because there's right. so much work. No, we're like, no, who gives crap? We're just going to do it. Yeah. And we did. We applied for the license. We had an outcome. And they probably reject people all the time, but we're going to try again. Hell yeah. No, this is something that we're... This yeah. is going to happen. This is for sure going to happen. If it's Within not... Within the year. Yeah. If it's not now, if it's not tomorrow, if it's not a month from now, it's happening. Like... Right. The truth is I was going to hold this back from the crowd. Just like this was something between us three that we're going to do eventually between our families. We're telling them about these things. And... Um, I thought this was a great opportunity to say an action plan that we did not have the outcome that we wanted, but that's not stopping us. This is only driving us further to make this happen. Mm-hmm. All right. So that that's just this happened right now, like within the minute. All right. Well, well you know cool. what? We we've all been there. We all know what it's like to fail mm-hmm. at something, and failure is just the. It's how would I put it? It's the stepping stone that gets yeah. you closer to your success. That's what I'm saying. I'm not calling this a failure. I'm calling this a no. It's, no, it's a result. That's it's a all. Result. Yeah. We went for something and we didn't. We didn't. Uh, we didn't uh, wuss out. And we got a result. And yeah. that's that's the and best we're thing going you can ask, to ask try for. again. Hundred percent. Straight up. Try again. If we didn't try again. I'd, I'd be disappointed. Yeah. Hey, Ayla. Thanks for joining us. Oh, hey there. Yo, Mr. Razy. Um. Okay, so we're gonna do something a little new here. Uh, I, um, I wanted to get your guys' ideas about what the first thing, what's the first thing that you need to do in order if you want to start a business, right? Mm-hmm. I have a couple things that I jotted down, but I'm oh obviously gosh. gonna pick your brain. That's such a deep question. Um, so <laughs> there, there are three things that I've written down, just like I jotted down really quickly, which were <clears throat> the idea. That's one. Two is what needs to be done first. Mm-hmm. Three is get the get the tough and annoying stuff out of the way, and then four, of course, is grind, grind, grind. Now, as far as the ideas is concerned, I put down market research. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys mm-hmm. have any other things that you want to add to that, you know, I do. I mean, so one, I think that would be a common answer as well as business plan. Something interesting though is I was reading the 10x rule again last week, and Grant Cardone says he's like. Everyone says business plan, business plan. Screw the business plan. Just make it happen. Action plan. Right. Exactly. Action plan. Uh, I'm not saying that means like, oh, never write in a business plan. Like, forget that. No. I I mean, you need to have some sort of an idea of what you're doing, where you're going. But his point was like, yeah, have a plan, but that's not even, not even close to as important as just making something happen. Right. 
Um, well, I mean, I was thinking on more of a pra- practical basis because as you sure. guys, as you know, as I know well enough, like when someone says action plan, sure. just do it. That's like, that is literally the most intimidating thing that anyone can ever tell anybody. Like if you have an idea, what are you doing? The one thing that's stopping you from doing that idea is the action. Mm-hmm. So what do you do before the action so that you can get yourself to that action point? That's the real question. That's what we're really touching up here. I wrote down a couple of things when it came sure. to what needs to be done first. Of course, with the idea, there's market research. You have to make sure that no one else is doing what you're doing. And if they are, you have to make sure how to do it better. Right. Right? The next thing I would better, say... differently. Yeah. The next thing I would say is uh, when it comes to what needs to be done first, I would... This is what I personally suggest to other people. Maybe you guys have other suggestions. But I would say write, make a document. Write down your whole idea in the most... in. Um, um, in the most detailed way possible, so that you cut call, uh, so you cut every angle. Mm-hmm. Then write a business plan, and then come up with a phase plan. That's pretty much. Those are my three steps. Do you guys? I mean, would you? What would you guys think? As far as well, I mean, that that sounds pretty consistent. Interesting. Right. When yeah. Right. Yeah. So that seems. I mean, honestly, I think that's kind of what we did, which is right. kind of why it works so far. Um, I mean, well, I mean, I wouldn't even change it. Maybe I'd add something, but I think that sounds pretty. It's interesting because we didn't do that much market research when we got into it. We didn't really look at who the competition is. That kind of happened as we were looking around or seeing other things. True. Like it came. We did the the market research after we decided to do it. Well, also, I mean, I would say that what we're doing is a little different. I think, like I mentioned many times in many of our past podcasts, this is like we've casted out a wide net. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we, you know, at some point there could be a chance where we pivot into something else. At some point mm-hmm. we might realize where we have our strengths in some areas and our weaknesses in other areas. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a little bit different. What I'm talking about is for the people out there who are listening is I, if they have an idea, because everyone has an idea. Everyone wants to do something. Everyone wants to change their life. Everyone wants to be their own boss. Right. If you don't want to be your own boss, then I would like to meet you because I don't know anybody like that. The point is, is that I don't find people that don't want to be their own boss. That's actually true. I mean, look, no, but it's a dream of everybody's. Everyone, I'm sure everyone goes through this point where they sit and they think and they're just like, "Oh, what would it be like if I didn't have to wake up and go to work at nine a.m. nine a.m. and I can go work an hour later and I could leave?" And you know what I mean? You know what's funny? That's actually not true. What's not true? That not everyone is looking to work for themselves or to be their own boss. And I'll explain why. Uh, so this actually hit me the first time when I was working for my dad in recruiting. It always blew my mind that I'd be like, how is it that there's people that are actually passionate about being accounting and finance professionals? Like in working yeah. for a company. And I'd be like, why would you want to do that? I mean, forget about the fact that I don't have an interest. It's like you, you sit there, you do a lot of numbers. And the thing is, what I finally got with it is number one, not everyone wants what you want, right? And number okay. two is a lot of people what means more to them than doing something that they want or doing something that they're passionate about or working for themselves is doing something that's consistent, that lets them live the lifestyle that they want. So a very close friend of mine, actually, he's right now in school to become an actuary. Um, and I asked him, like, that's cool and all, but you're like, he's a, he really is a genius. I'm like, why don't you do something yourself? Why don't you go and like rise the ranks? And when it comes to actuaries, there actually, you don't, there's not a lot of places to rise. You kind of like do what you do. You get paid a decent salary. Like you get paid a good salary, but you don't really move up much. So why do you want that? 
And he said, because it's consistent. Like, it'll allow me to just kind of live the lifestyle I want. It'll give me enough money where I don't need to worry. And for me, mm. that's the ultimate goal. I don't want to have to do that, like build your own business, for example. Yeah, in theory, and when you get to that end, it's amazing because you have this amazing lifestyle when it works out and all that. But until then, you have no work-life bet. Like, it's inconsistent. You don't know where your next meal is going to come from. Uh, you don't know where you're going. You don't know if you're going to get there. So for a lot of people, they don't want that. That's what school just, is like, basically. True. Well, no, well, that's I mean, exactly I, what I honestly, of. even though I totally get what you're saying, mm-hmm. I have, I, I, I respectfully think I disagree. Okay. Just sure. in the simplest sense that I think most people who become accountants or become whatever it is or work for that nine to five job, whatever it is that they're doing, I think for the most part, all of those people at least had an inkling of an idea or a thought that they wanted to achieve a certain mm-hmm. amount of greatness mm-hmm. and live the life that they wanted to live. I think the only reason why they haven't is because they, just, they have just chosen to take the safe bet. That's well, the way that I think. The, reali- okay. the, the, the reality of it is is that if someone who wants to be an accountant, he, he wants to be an accountant because he can get a job and that job could pay him certain amounts of money and it could be a, a good... It could be a good safety net for the future. But as By the we- way, anybody that's watching, if you guys have any thoughts or ideas about this topic, please chime in. We'd love to get an outside yeah. uh, look into but this. In my yeah. opinion, in my opinion, I, I feel that every, I feel like the drive to mm-hmm. want to build something on your own, I think it's in everyone. I think the only thing that discourages everybody is just the amount of hard work that it takes. The amount of people who will tell you you're stupid and you're an idiot for doing that and you should just do what everyone else is doing. The amount, there's, there's, it's interesting actually. When I went to go see, uh, when I went to, to Landmark, when you guys told me to go to Landmark, yeah. um, <laughs> they were talking about, they were talking about how you, you wake up, I, maybe I'm saying it wrong, but this sure, is how I understood it. They were talking about when you wake up in the morning, like, no, sorry, when, you, when you're born, yeah. right? You're, you're born. Nothing's wrong, you have no insecurities, you're a baby, you don't care. You poop your pants, you know what I mean? <laughs> no one cares. Then as you get older and you're exposed to more things, you start developing certain insecurities. You start developing certain things that you, that you didn't have in the past. Based off of and experience. Then, and, the way, and the way that, they, the way that it, they described it in Landmark was that every insecurity that you have, you put on a pair of glasses. Right. And then everything yeah. you keep putting on a pair of glasses, keep putting on a pair of glasses. Let's say if you have like 100 pairs of glasses on, can you see through, the, through those glasses? Me, 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 the lenses. Me, me, what you're where, saying is, where'd you go for this? They brought it's, me. They it's, dragged it's me. It's a program this. called Landmark Worldwide. Uh, um, it's it's kind of, it's like a like motivational transformational kind of program. But it's interesting. I went to something. But the way that I'm similar to that. right. So the way that it's I'm like trying to say the same thing. It's like a universal thing. Hundred percent. Hundred And what I'm trying to say is is that I I, I I personally believe that everyone has the ability to do that. They just don't know how to top, tap tap into that inner power and just say yep. you know what screw it. I want a better life and I'm going to do what it takes and that is very hard to do and you know that I know that and I'm sure I'm sure you know that we all no, know that it's really that's hard. the type of work that really brought me to where I am now learning about these lenses learning about um, um, all these different beliefs that we used to have about it ourselves that were holding us back like oh I'm not good enough I'm not capable enough well th- those are the lenses those are there's a there's a ton of them like the fear of the right, fear everything. of um, fear of rejection, rejection exactly. fear of so, um, so just to break it down anything. for fear of letting your parents down that's yeah. a big deal so just to break it down for our viewers right as Sean was saying when you first start off you're born right you have no lenses you just see yeah. the world as it is no negative no positive this is the way the world is 
when you're five years old, somebody steals your lunch, right? All of a sudden you make a decision. Life's not so good. People are bad, yeah. right? Boom, that's one lens. When you're 10 years old, somebody mugs you. I don't know, right? You get okay. punished by your parents. Sure, you get punished by your parents. Therefore, yeah. uh, you must not be good enough. That's another lens. So after five or six lenses, now you still see the world, but it's no longer clear. Now it's through these lenses. You know, mm -hmm. Now it's some purplish, bluish color. And that may be the way you see it, but that's not actually the reality of the right. way the world is. So I want to bring this down to a more of a physical level. Okay. Yeah, please. This is very interesting. This is a thought that I had for a while. Um, let me ask you, do you both wear glasses? You're wearing glasses. Yeah, I wear glasses. So when did, when did you start wearing glasses? Uh, uh, when I was uh, early teens, I think. Why? Because my eyesight sucks. Did it suck before that? I don't think so. So the question is, like, what... <laughs> no, it didn't. So what changed? Why suddenly are you getting glasses because your eyesight started to suck? Uh, I don't know. So this is, this is my theory. Like, it's still weird, but it kind of follows along these lines. Uh, when I was around 10 or something, I got glasses, but I didn't have, like, the worst vision. And I know... Also, people, your vision fluctuates. So your vision, usually if you notice your... Your prescription got worse as you got older, and then it stops changing, right. correct? Right. Um, so my theory is that this is on the physical level, and let's take it down to the um, to our more emotional level. Um, our bodies, your your body's changing. You're growing up, and your so automatically your brain, your whole face changes, the muscles, the right. place where your eyes are. So there's a certain point where you're not going to see as clearly because. Um, for a certain change, but your eyes are going to adjust to that. Making my eyes itchy. Now. Right. So now, when you put on, when they prescribe you glasses because of that little fluctuation at that point, you are now restricting your eyes to that Correct. one way of seeing. And as you grow older and your your facial structure changes slightly, your eyesight gets worse to compensate to fit into that oh, lens. Interesting. Right. So therefore, your vision gets worse. Okay. And and, to bring and then this, when and then okay. I'm almost there. And then when you get to the age where your face stops growing, your prescription stops changing right. because you're done growing. Right. Um, my point is that you're you're only your vision only changed because your prescription got bad is only because right. of that one point. Which for all intents and purposes we're talking about glasses, you put on those glasses and they stayed there. I believe I'm I'm trying to do it myself that on the physical level, I have a negative five on both eyes and astigmatism, which oh. I had nothing. We could go back to 2020 vision, 100%. I agree with you. I very much agree. So now to the emotional level, when we were babies, when we were children, we had the whole world in our hands. Everything, we could smile, like my baby, he, um, he just has, he's just always smiling, always happy. I want him to be happy forever. Right. Um, I don't want that smile to turn to a frown because that's what a lot of kids have. Like, what changes? Why were they, what happens later in life that they're not happy? Exactly. Anymore? Where does it go? And that's the hard part about being a parent. Yeah. So, it's funny how we got into this conversation because we were talking about starting but a business. But we have to bring it back to no, where yeah. we were. This is directly relevant. So, yeah. so what does that mean? Um, not not to stop you, I'm just saying I want it all to come around together because that's when okay. it's a beautiful thought. Let's swing it back. Yeah. Um, another thought, and this is going to tie it all together. Um, I think people have a misconception about what work means. Exactly. I agree. Think about it this way. You want to get a job as an actuary or any job. 
engineering, anything like that. Right. What do you have to do? You have to go to high school. You have to get a diploma. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to do well in your SATs. You have to get into the college that you want, which requires hundreds of applications and follow up and follow up and follow. Finally, get into that college. You want to be in the top of the class, so you get into the best company later on, um, which is competition, hard, long, hard hours of studying, maybe networking with the right people and getting your name out there so people like oh this guy look what he's up to he's doing really well in this class or talking to your teacher like what is it starting to sound like right this person is building his own personal company just but now he's gonna leave school after um after high school after four years of college and maybe even a fellowship after in order to do even get even higher um possibilities of starting out and all that time he's getting into a corporate job and he's gonna be working under some CEO or even something lower down the tier for who knows five years until maybe they get a step up in their salary and all that's to get maybe security if the company doesn't flop or downsizes and all this time that same amount of work building up their their knowledge creating their network um, going to school for all that and studying long, ho- long hard hours, those same long hard hours are either easier or the same as creating your own business. Right. People don't understand that. You know, I never thought of it like that, actually. And the thing is, like, people think, oh, job security, job security. There's no such thing as job security. Think about all the, all the jobs yes. that Toys R Us and all those companies, Macy's right. or all these companies that are flopping right now. That all was- these people, job security, gone. Yeah. yeah right. Toys R Us was just like a lot of other companies. Yeah. That was job security. It's garbage. It's, it's all also, those cor- the corporation behind yeah. that. All those people who had those jobs. Gone. It's also with the with the real estate crisis that yeah. happened in the United States. People thought if I invest in real estate, that's a safety net. But yeah, it just like that, it was done done for. When when you don't have control of your position, you never have job security. Right. So creating a business will take maybe as much or less effort as going to school for one of these things and job security is a hundred percent because it's in your hands not to mention i want to bring it to even like another step over onto the business side of things if you're an employee right you're working for money uh anybody's read rich dad poor dad right you want to get rich you got to own assets which bring in passive income that's how the rich get rich and that's how the rich get richer right right so the concept behind that is if you're working for somebody your 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 gug uh, your ceiling is your salary. You can yeah. never go higher than that. Maybe you get a little bit higher in the company. You get a little higher than that, but you're never gonna get anywhere it's a very past slow that. Slow progression. Right. If you build a company, though, you can. That is an asset. And your the salary sky be whatever is the hell right. you want it to be. Because no, the sky isn't the limit anymore. Also, at the same <laughs> time, your business starts becoming uh, an entity of its own, and once that happens, it starts bringing in money. I mean, obviously, you still got to work, but it's passive because it brings in money whether you're doing your job Correct. or not. Yeah, right. So it's that's passive income. It's an asset. It's a it's an entity that brings money into your pocket no matter what the circumstance. Right. That's far more valuable than I work an hour and I get, let's say, $10. Right. And that all boils down to what we were talking about earlier, having that self-confidence in yourself to understand that you are just as capable of creating your business as getting a top-level job in any company or even any mm-hmm. job in any company. It's the right. same effort or less effort. Interesting. And it probably is less effort because you're not taking your time pleasing everybody. Right. And you're not 
in competition against how many hundreds of people are in your degree, uh-huh. for example. Bring it to the four-hour work week. In the four-hour work week, uh, Tim Ferriss actually has a like two or three pages that said it's easier to be on the top than it is to be at the bottom. He says the, yeah. the, the top's a lonely place because everyone writes it off automatically as, oh, that's the top, meaning it's either too hard or impossible to get to. But I think right. what you're saying is gold. You're putting in the effort anyways. You're putting in those hours and hours of sleepless nights studying for your tests, writing essays. Why What's not the do that you... in your own endeavor? Yeah. 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 By the way, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Straight up. So there's nothing wrong with that. In if you every, want that for your every life. Every generation, yeah. there's always new people yeah. who are going to be the new innovators. Yeah. Which means that, it, that really anyone is up to it. And, and not, to, not to cut you off there, but mm-hmm. just to bring things full circle. Because this really, the only reason why that was prompted is because of my argument towards your statement. Sure. Although a very sound statement. And I agree with it. Mm-hmm. But, the rea- but I think the reality of it is, is that everybody has the ability to achieve a great thing. Mm-hmm. The only reason why they don't is because they don't have the strength to see themselves mm-hmm. through yeah. it. But everybody has the strength. That's the point. That's the point of this podcast. The point is for us to show you that we can do it. I mean, we're not I mean, we're nothing special. We're just three guys who are trying who's trying to make a name for ourselves and are trying to Building their make dream, the best of our lives. Building their dreams and sharing their journey. Here's the yeah. clincher for this whole thing. Ready? Yeah, good, good one. That was good. Here's the clincher. Clincher is People are like, oh, I can't start a business. I need to take out a loan. Yeah. And money. How Excuses. much did it cost you to go to college? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> how much did it cost us to start Jerusalem Hub? Not only that, how much Very time? Wait, wait. How much did it cost us to start Jerusalem Hub? Uh, like, to start at zero. As of this moment, where we're at three, four months down the line, maybe a, few hundred a couple dollars. hundred dollars max. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just holding up the websites. Yeah. I mean, about it. and the other thing is like how much how much time and there's no we all we all like to have fun and all that stuff we yeah. all like to have social lives but how much time did you spend wasting in college going getting to parties drunk. getting drunk and doing stupid shit when you could have honestly been focusing on your future not that I'm discouraging that because that's mm-hmm. that's a good part of life but the truth of the matter is is that if you don't start now you just you're just waiting for yourself to get older and to lose a lot more energy and the thing is, the earlier you start, the more energetic you become because you start becoming hungry. Hmm. That yeah. hunger is insane. Now, I'll be honest with you, this is completely not what we were supposed to talk about. That's, but I'm glad that we oh, touched up on it. Conversation. I'm glad that we touched up on it for sure. But just for the people who are listening, as far as the question that I asked, what are the first things that you would do to start a business? So I wrote down three things. Yeah. If you want to start a business, forget all of this philosophical. I mean, don't forget it. It's very important. But this philosophical stuff is important for people who who understand the drive and understand the dedication that it takes to build something of your own. And also this... this of your own. Yeah. And also this happens to, uh, to, to also be the same with anyone who wants to be a writer, anyone who wants to be... Um, who wants to like have a, like a rock hard body, wants to work out like crazy, everyone wants to be healthy. This can apply to anybody. And the crazy thing is, no matter how old you are, it's never too late, never too late. Mm-hmm. There are so many stories where I hear about people who have been deep, like knee deep in debt and they get out of debt in their 60s and 70s and they're traveling the world. There are people who have come up with ideas in their 50s and they're just, now they're, they have millions of dollars, now they're living the life they wanted to live. There is no right. such thing as too late. But 
just because Colonel Sanders, right? That's true. When yeah. you start sixty or something, 60 something or like 65. that. And and the crazy thing is that just because well. just because I'm <laughs> saying it's it's never too late doesn't mean that you shouldn't start now, no matter how old you are. Um, but if you want to start a business out there, as far as the idea is concerned, we or, touched up on it. Or a passion project. Or a passion project, <laughs> whatever it may be. As far as the idea is concerned, you got to do your market research. You got to make sure that you know what you're doing. You also have to make sure that that uh, that um, that your idea. If if there are people who are doing what you're doing, you have to make sure that you have that you're going to come out different out of the gates, or how are you going to be different in order to in order to have consumers or whatever what have you. The next thing that we would say that you would have that you should do is <clears throat> write down just jot down. There's nothing nothing official. Just write down whatever your idea is in the most elaborate way possible. And if you want, you can also get in touch with us and we can help you with that. We're actually helping a few people with that. Um, then once you do that, you get to your business plan then you get to your phase plan. The phase plan mm -hmm. is basically, he wrote our phase plan, this one. It was pretty rocky. The phase plan, plan is basically how your company's going to grow in, in a time span. Um, and then number three, I would say get the tough things out of the way. Tough things meaning contractual agreements amongst partners, lawyers, getting all the legal stuff out of the way, understanding, yeah, understanding, understanding what it is to actually run a business on the legal side. Granted, scary and very discouraging. Do not be discouraged because there are brighter days ahead. Uh, I would and have had the fourth thing. thing yeah. What? Go on. Uh, the fourth thing I would say, and this is the hardest part. Is sticking to it and grinding your face off. Just grind, mm -hmm. grind, grind. And what grinding means is spending those late nights, working 13-hour days. You know, you might have a full-time job now, but if you understand it and say, you know, I'm going to have a full-time job, but those, but that is limited, and I'm going to do what I can to to see this through to the end. Just there's always going to be more work, and you have to find a way to make it exciting. Right. Uh, I was going to add little small things to that, like um, I was being very vague. <laughs> That's that's good enough way to start. So um, we can add like something. I when I ever whenever I start a business, first things I do, or have an idea, even if when I have the idea right away, like I automatically I go to GoDaddy, look for the URL. Is it available on Facebook? Is it on Twitter? I just grab it, grab it, grab it. Even if I'm not even taking action on the on the idea yet, I'm just gonna grab those names because your internet real estate is really big asset to you because everyone's on the internet nowadays and um i think that is very important it's also good as an action point because then you um you get it in your head that oh i already have these urls i already have the facebook page ready i have my twitter i have my instagram linkedin is set up i'm ready to get going on this and you start posting and you start like gathering your ideas together start making your product happen um I recently spoke to somebody who we're actually going to be sitting with at some point. We're probably going to be running marketing for them. Um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Money. <laughs> yeah, so they told me that they recently launched within the past month, but they were sitting on their idea f since October. Wow. Like, before us. And I'm like, oh, we're also new, but we kind of started right when we started. <laughs> so. Um, Which is awesome, by the way. We're a little bit unconventional. The fact that we um, we just started—that's just what you got to do. I mean, you made a video about it. We had like a yeah, we had like a little vague idea of what we're gonna do, like a little list of what we're gonna do, and we just started doing it and launched. Most people they develop their idea and then launch, but whatever. We didn't do that. That's not our plan of action, and it's not yeah. Anyway, 
That's how I'd start a business. Just get it going. Next. Um, okay. Well, uh, with that being said, um, since we were just discussing about how to build a business, let's uh, talk about a huge business that acquired. You want to? That's your. You can take that. Ooh. As far as as Talk this is a section of our current affairs. Area. Oh, this is this is pretty incredible. Um, a company, a really big company, acquired another interesting tech company in Tel Aviv recently. Um, it's actually really cool. Um, you guys probably heard of the brand. You probably wore it on your feet once in a while or had their apparel. Um, you okay? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just leading up to it until this loads. Nike. Watching the whoosh. I'll just like throw that up there. <laughs> um, Nike bought a computer vision firm in Vertex. This was actually posted yesterday. Yeah. So Nike bought this um, interesting company in um, in Tel Aviv. Um, they because. Nike doesn't want to stay in shoes. They want to sharpen their digital edge. They're trying to grow out. They're trying to go not vertical into the shoe line. They're trying to go horizontal into not just shoes, but technology and how they could, um, their understanding and of their customers. What it does, it basically, it does a three-dimensional um, grasp of your foot or any part of your body. And that's what they're software does and they could suit it to something so i assume nike is going to use this to um, help um, size shoes better or something i might be totally off um but yeah they're basically trying to make a very compelling they said the most compelling nike consumer experience at every touch point whatever that means what i mean what's do you know any do you have any information on the company they acquired so the tech company, um, they work in the area of mass customization, like full customizable wearable things. Like you want a fully customizable shoe that fits you perfectly in every way. You ever hear of those customizable earbuds? What they do is they take a mold of your ear. Oh, that's cool. And oh, so then they're going to do that for the customer experience? So they're experience. doing that for customer experience for shoes. I'm kind of surprised that they haven't been doing that already. So what it does, this they're using, they're creating a mobile application that can analyze the body in 3D to help ease the path of purchase. Whoa, that's crazy. So you can basically do it all online. Yeah, so yeah, you basically don't have to try on shoes. That's insane. That's pretty insane. And this company developed this technology in Tel Aviv. Good on Nike. And Nike bought it. So good on those people. What's the guy's name Um, who opened it? Actually, what's even cooler, this brings it more close to home, Invertex is a crowd, an our crowd company. In Meaning, Vertex? What in is Vertex? In Vertex? You know what I mean by our crowd company? So there's a company called Our Crowd where they do right. crowd funding for startups and technology. And they signed up to be part of... In Vertex signed up to Our Crowd to be part of it. And Our Crowd got them the funding from whatever. And they took off. They built their brand. They built their company. They built their, techno- built their technology. Nike found out about them. So, oh my gosh, we got to get this into our system. They cut a deal. Um, they didn't. They haven't released the what the deal is and how much the purchase was, but um, go out crowd and go in wow. vertex and go Israel. 
That's crazy. I mean, I I'll, I don't know personally. What were we going to say? I was just going to say I'd like to see BDS people start wearing Nike. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know personally, but like I from from what I can understand, I think that that Nike's in a heated battle as far as the market is concerned with like Under Armour and stuff like that. And I think like and I think that was their main reason for purchasing this company, which is based on the fact right. that they need to be able to engage the customer more and how can we take customers from under Armour, mm-hmm. and that's to fully customize everything so that everything fits perfect. That's insane. So there's like a two, almost twofold, threefold type of thing that's going on that we like try to hit on at Jerusalem Hub. That a good for Israel because there's startups here. We're building that market. It was Tel Aviv. We want to hit up Jerusalem also. Like I want to see the next company in Jerusalem get purchased out by one of those big corporate companies or whatever. Um, maybe we'll join with another company at some point. <gasps> I don't know. I, I'm just totally. And two, for, oh, business- for, the, for those of you tuning in, thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, get involved, ask some questions. Uh, we're more than happy to answer. Oh, cool. thank you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, on a, for a business perspective, like this is something we talk about: business plans, ideas. Um, Nike. They want to increase their brand. They want to get on top in a different way. They're they have huge competition with other companies like Under Armour that mm-hmm. you're wearing. Is anybody wearing Nike? I'm not. No, no, I'm sorry. wearing Under Armour all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hat and the. Anyway, so it's it's totally a business um, venture for them, and awesome, and they're trying to not stay vertical in the shoes, but they want to bring a more immersive experience to mm-hmm. their consumers. And by doing that, by going pivoting into a whole new realm in order to bring their technology into other places. And I think we've seen this with other companies doing this as well. Yeah. Cool. Um, that's that's awesome. There's so much crazy See, stuff. See, Israel's growing in so many ways. People, I'm sure people don't even realize it. Right, so I was saying there's two fronts. You have the Israel side of technology, and you also have um, how what's a smart strategic position for a company to take. So for Nike, they're like, well, let's let's go into um, let's build this technology. Um, What's next? How would I? Okay, um, I'm gonna move on to uh, to our next uh, segment of the podcast. We're heading to the uncut and from the heart segment. Nice. Um, so for people who are listening, the uncut and from the heart uh, segment is where we talk about. Uh, well, uncutting from the heart about what we're dealing with, uh, specifically in our business world, but also just in life. And that can be motivation uh, motivated or that can be business motivated. So if anybody wants uh, listening in, wants to get involved and ask a question or give a comment that they'd like us to talk about, please do. Mm-hmm. We'd love to uh, have you guys be part of this. Just to, just so, to yeah. run through, I mean, as far, I can I can speak for myself, but I can also observe it as well. Like Like, we're getting shit done. Yeah, and there's no other way to sugarcoat it. There, like that's that that is something that I'm very much proud of. Um, I've I've actually speaking for myself. I found the energy energy within me that tells me like this this little voice in my head kind of tells me like no matter what yeah. happens on a day to day basis, I will intend to do everything that I need to get done. And and so far, I've been doing that. Mm. Um, and I think we've all. I I think that 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 we've been really like hitting the grind and I think there's just been this this vibe or shift that's kind of happened mentally where we're just like we're, we sit here today and I, I honestly think like even sitting here right now I'm just like things are happening like we're 
something's happening here. Yeah. I can't even like words can't describe. Um, like we we like we we've no longer come up to that point where it's like we're afraid of following up, which is scary for a lot of people to do. For most people, we're like we're just gonna do it. We're gonna be in touch with these people because we're so close to everything. And it's just like let's just grind it out. Yeah. And, and I I have to say like like round of applause to everyone here just for like keeping grinding it out. And the, and the greatest yeah. part about this, by the way, is that. At this point, there is no stopping. Like, what? You can't. Yeah. No. But some people do stop at this point. Well, no, a lot of people stop at this that. point. <laughs> no, because a lot of people get to the point where, you know, I think I think when you get to the point where you're not quite sure where to head next, most people go like, oh, there's a wall in front of me. I'm done. I'm not going to move any further. But if you really think about it and go, okay, it's not necessarily about going forward. Maybe there's a sidestep you can take. Maybe there's a different type of action that's not directly uh, like directly dealing with what you're dealing with right this second, but it'll move you forward in some way. By the way, a lot of things that you're kind of stuck on that wall right now, you'll figure out ways to deal with it later, right? Uh, so you can just like, okay, I don't know right now how I'm going to uh, yeah. get this deal done with this specific company. Um, you know, let me move on to another thing. Let me move forward another way because there's a lot of things that are involved with either your dream or a company that you're starting or that you're going for. You can always do other things. So just to give an example so that the people that are watching can under understand what I'm saying specifically. Um, okay, so let's say we're trying to get a deal together, right? And we, don't, we didn't quite finish our contracts yet. So we're like, okay, how do we move forward with those? Well, that doesn't mean that the whole operation needs to stop. We yeah. can still work on our SEO. We can still work on uh, new things. Like for example, with our uh, podcast, now we have these new kick-ass microphones. There's always yeah. something new to do. So don't let that one detail that's bogging you down stop the whole thing. Do something else. Um, so just going on that point, someone asks a question. Yeah. I'm going to address it right now. Yeah. Um, this question comes from shout out Yitzy yeah. Staples. Right. By the way, Yitzy, I think I just answered your question, but yeah, please. Either way, his question is, if you're at a point where there is no action to take, to take to advance, I don't know what that means. Say, say your product slash business and are and are seeing no growth. What are you to do, and how are you to stay motivated? So, as far as that's concerned, we've we also hit a point where we were like, "What the hell's going on here?" And there's like not much going on. You you literally, it's it's like it's grow it's growing pains. Mm, you kind of just have to see where you're at and figure out what you need to do to continue. There is no stopping. Like if you, if you let's say designed your own hats, for example, mm -hmm. and like you're like, oh, that dude just came up with a hat that's similar to mine. Who cares? That dude's probably looking at you saying, oh, that guy's been doing what I've been doing. Yep. How am I gonna compete with this guy? You just have to keep grinding through because at some point you're gonna work harder than they are and, wait, and you're gonna end up winning the, the battle per se. That's so the way to stay motivated is just try to try to keep your mindset geared towards the work and keep moving because there really is no end to any idea. I mean, that's that's the way that I see it. So the way I um, approach this question is um, like this happened to me a lot starting businesses or even working for other businesses like you hit that plateau. Oh, this is not working anymore. What am I to do? So what I found is that if I hit that plateau, that's only because or that block it's only because i've been approaching this um problem this my um product or business in one direction but what we forget to do forget is that there's multiple directions to go there's so many different aspects 
or what 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 I do a lot is growth hacking and in growth hacking you have to understand that there's something called split testing where you take multiple routes and you find a route that is catching fire the most if you get if you there's absolutely no way of getting stuck if you go that way when you have multiple ways of working the business out mm -hmm. if you hear what i'm saying yeah. so um so there's always an action it's just that what is the next what is the action that didn't work why didn't work and what is something that is related to that action or something on a different thought process like for example like i think the fact that we have multiple maybe tens of channels of getting our content out there yeah is one way that's keeping us afloat because we're just always out there and we're basically hitting everything and with if one section is not growing the other section is growing um that that's what seems to be working for us and plus we have different multiple ideas of how we're going to make revenue we're going to be working with investors right. we're going to work with startups so we're not, small businesses yeah. marketing like it's all within the umbrella of Jerusalem right. so just as because our business one, and product so just because one thing's not working doesn't mean that the whole thing's not working right have multiple yeah. arms to whatever you're doing right it, it, by the way you must put aside business for a second you have a project you have something that you want to grow towards i don't know i'm just going to make something up that's yeah. relevant to me i want to learn how to wingsuit i think it's pretty cool Right. If you so, do it, you know, I'm joining you. Hell yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get a commission together. <laughs> so the, the the point is though, right now I can't do that, but that doesn't mean that I can't take steps towards that. How can I do that? Well, yeah. number one, I think that's something you got to be fit to do, right? So I can start, you know, keep on getting fitter and fitter. So even if it's five years from now, well, if I start training myself now physically for that. Uh, that'll help also i can learn and do research uh or i can find out where i can go i can uh preserve something and sorry reserve uh my spot down the line i can look into the price and cost of gear yeah and by the way down the line i might decide i don't want to get involved with that anymore but the point is just because i can't do it right now just doesn't mean that i can't start preparing myself for that or moving and taking actions towards that taking actions provides other opportunities for action that's going to get you to where you want to go yeah also it involves something very important called creativity that too you gotta if you gotta get your creative juices flowing when you see like something's not working and realize that this is not working but it can work and the sky's the limit the world is infinite there's infinite possibilities in the world so if i'm not getting it to work right now i gotta get my creative juices flowing and just start <coughs> moving forward to something else uh, the best way to do that, I would say, like as motivation, is just to see what everyone else is doing. Right. And before we before we move on, I just want to say thank you, Yitzi, for that question. If you guys have any more questions out there, please we encourage you to ask us. We will we're here to answer them. Yep. Also, shout out to those who are listening. Um, my sister, Adina Makowitz, she said, I need some motivational encouragement before I walk into Come class. On. Give us a quick motivation. Motivation. You're awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. Work hard, and great things will happen. Mm -hmm. Don't go to class. It's a waste of time. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> but, but go to class. <laughs> um, and also, those of you who are out there listening, we would really love it if you liked and shared this video so this can reach a lot more people. Yeah. It'll help us out. It'll help you out. And we encourage more questions. And if you want us to give you a shout-out, just let you know. Shout-out to uh, Yisrael Santos. We love you, too. <laughs> um, and Slightly. any more shout-outs out there? You have a shout out. Uh, Reiner, alone. Thanks for tuning in, buddy. Um, but yeah, seriously, like, please keep tuning in on us. 
Um, is that? Do you guys have anything else you want to add as far as uncut from the heart? I think we're good. Shout out to Yehuda. You need shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but in any sense, just to sum up the uncut from the heart, the energy is clicking. Our mindset is totally different. We're like grinding away, grinding away, and honestly, the feeling couldn't it couldn't feel any better in my in my opinion. And I just want to work more. I just, I love the work. I love the challenge because I know that it's it's gonna turn into something amazing. And that's that's as far as I can do, I'm, I'm summing that up. We're gonna move on to uh, the books we have read. I'm gonna go first. Um, I got deep into Crushing It and I learned a lot of really cool stuff from Crushing It. A couple things that I really liked about it was the fact that it, he was talking about, first of all, he has testimonials of people who have really put in the work and really worked really hard to to build their companies and where it came from. He talked a lot about uh, how you have to be passionate about what you're doing, you have to be passionate about helping other people because mm-hmm. it's a means to an end. If you help others, it allows mm-hmm. you to find the 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 comfort not the comfort if it allows you to find the drive and the reasoning to do it and then it allows you to succeed as well as like doing it for 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 financial aspects you also have to do it for yourself so that so that if you are living your life in the way that you want to live your life you can then you can then use 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 those skills whatever it is you're providing towards other people and they will take you more seriously i'm not done with it i'm going to continue to work to read it and it it actually is incredibly inspiring and i love i like so far i love the book and i'm probably going to reread it when i'm done with it the next thing that i'm still doing is think and grow rich the reason why i'm still going through that is because it's one of those books where you have to like be doing nothing while you're listening to it Mm -hmm. as per recommendation from aaron here and just, the just truth of the up. matter is, is most of the day I'm doing something. So whenever I'm listening to the book, I'm usually either walking to work or walking randomly or in bed when I can't sleep. And yeah, that's that's what I got. And Think and Grow Rich is like, I actually started it over just so I can like do a little chazara. <laughs> yeah, and, you got to do that book over and over again. And, so, it's so packed. Yeah, and like it just, it's just, it is the Bible, as we mentioned last, last uh, episode. I'm done. Yeah, Think and Grow Rich is literally anybody who's involved with Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk, Tony Robbins, uh, any transformational or motivational course, it all stems from Napoleon Hill and his work. Napoleon Hill was the writer of Think and Grow Rich. He uh, went and interviewed and basically lived with all the most uh, successful people on the planet at his time, which was in like 1930s, 40s, 50s, whatever it was exactly. And he basically met all these people and got to know what makes them tick, what makes them do what they do. And I want to share that. And he said, I want to share that with everyone so everyone can succeed like me. If anybody has any questions or comments about Napoleon Hill, about some of these success tips that we were talking about, please get involved, ask questions, comments. Um, So in terms of just books, what I'm up to is I'm reading, um, this is from the Personal MBA by Josh Kaufman, which is an incredible book. He basically, the idea behind the personal MBA is anybody who's reading the personal MBA, uh, if you read this book and read all the books associated with it, you will have the same knowledge as an MBA. Now that's up for debate whether that's true or not, irrelevant. The point is, I picked up a book called um, Financial Intelligence for Entrepreneurs by Karen Berman and Joe Knight. And this helps people who don't necessarily have a financial background that learn the basics of a financial background. Like actually know, how do you, how do you uh, read a financial statement, a income statement, balance yeah. sheet? Uh, what does it mean? What do you, uh, you know, how do you write that yourself? Uh, these are a lot of things that people 
hear about. And when it comes to financials of business, here's the thing, guys. I don't care how much money is coming into your business. You could have billions of dollars coming into your business. If you don't know how to manage what's coming in, you're dead. If you don't have more coming in than going out, you're dead. If you don't know uh, what your assets are, what your liabilities are, and like I said, how to manage that, your business is dead. It's not going anywhere. So even if you're not an expert, you don't need to be an expert. There's experts to do for you, but you need to know how your business is running, how your business is operating, right. and how much cash is going in and out. That's important. So that's why I picked up the book. I'm personally studying it, reading it. I want to get proficient at that. And I hope uh, that's something valuable for people that are watching. Right. And yeah. um, just, uh, it's interesting. I'm stuck with, um, right now, thinking we're rich because there's so much valuable information there that every time I listen to it over and over again, I learn something new that I missed the last time. And you just got to keep studying it. Um, and crushing it, I also read. I'm just gonna repeat that on that. There's so much information. The thing that I gained most from that, like it's kind of a, it's almost repetitive of his first book, Crush It, but a little bit more updated because a lot of things that he spoke about there don't even exist today, uh, because that's how fast social media is moving. Really, the the main thing about that you should know about Crush It and crushing it is is just how to hack social media and use it to build your brand and business. That, that's the basic thing. The thing that I like more about crushing it is that he brings out stories of people who used his previous methods and did amazing things with it. Just to update for those who are tuning in right now, we're currently talking about some of the books that we're reading because we self-educate and uh, we're hoping that you guys can learn a little bit about those books. Maybe take them in yourselves. Go check out on our website. Jerusalem Hub forward slash JerusalemHub.com forward slash books. The link is in the uh, comments. And get two free audiobooks so you guys can learn more too. On Audible. On Audible. On Audible. That's actually how we, uh, a lot of us, listen or read our books um, because we don't really have time to sit and read. I mean, some of us do. Do you sit and read all your books? Yeah, or I do you read some to? of them. Yeah. But like, if I really want to study the book, yeah. Then I'm gonna uh, read it like in a paperback or uh, yeah. hardback. But if I just like if I'm you know if you're working or if you're doing something else, but you just want to yeah. get something good in your mind, that's really on the bus and you get sick when you read. So yeah. also, yeah. if I'd like to add, if you guys have any recommendations for books for us to read, we are totally up for yeah, recommendations. Yeah, throw them down. And like I said before, if you have any questions for us, we're answering your questions. Um, and you know, thanks for joining. Also, please. Like I said before, like and share this video. It does us a lot of help. It helps us out a lot. We can help you out as well. Yep. And yeah, I mean, Aaron, I don't know. Did you touch up? You were in Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, I was, I was just saying that I'm, I'm just reading it over and over again. Highly recommend it. Yeah, it's it. very, um, it's a deep book. There's, let's see, the last thing that I really gained from it, I think I have to tell, talk about it. Um, it's really interesting. It's like in, toward the end. Um, Something that really hit me, almost discouraged me in a way, but kind of hit me in a way that they say that most people who are really successful, most people who got really successful, they um, they were in between their 40s and 60s. Wow. The question is why? So we looked into it, and there's something called, it's interesting, called sexual transmutation. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but this is, it's more than like, what is that? So Have we got he your discovered <laughs> yeah, sexual transmutation. What, is, what the heck does that mean? Um, so I'll try to explain it as best as I can. It's really the, the art of taking those sexual desires and, and pivoting it into being creative. Can, There's a, 
Can, yeah. I, can I elaborate on that for a second? No, I'm going to elaborate okay, on that. Okay, fine, please go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that, that's what okay. I'm talking about. All right, about. sure, sure. Um, so, Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, when you get in my grill, man. Uh, so um, Anybody else uh, watching want to get involved in his grill? So, yeah, get in my right. grill. Um, so their studies have been shown that the the brain the brain process that goes on when you're sexually driven is on the level oh, of I heard a this genius. Part. Yeah, I heard this mm. part. It, your brain function is as high of a level as a genius in terms of creativity. Why that happens, they don't know, but those those who are able to take that energy that brain function and use it for creativity um are basically creating from a genius part of their life right of their brain and um what's you can add on to this when i'm done sure. um because i'm sure you have something else to say uh, right <laughs> um, so um so how that ties into the 40 and 60 is that um at that point the sexual drive is more controlled, more contained. So they have that more that capability of holding that, harnessing that energy and using it for um, the creative purpose of working and making a business and being creative and creating that money flow. Right. And um, as opposed to people younger than that who just take that sexual drive and use it for their sexual so if drive. I, if I could just... Um Maybe I'm going a little too deep down the rabbit hole, but when we were talking about before about the whole, when he was saying, when we were talking about people's ambitions and people's drive yeah. to for, for to strive for more and and for them to be, be better, that is just an example of the power that you can tap into that you're yeah. not aware of. Like I think that's something that people need to take into account. They work hand in hand. As right. as if you've been listening to us from the beginning, and as you may already know, the secrets to success are repetitive. They're repetitive and they're explained in, in different ways. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is, is that anything's possible. I know it's a very loaded and weird and stupid thing to say that some people might think, but it's no joke. It's absolutely no joke. And we're living it and you're going to want to just build it out. Yeah. So just to close that section off is that using that part, I just had to listen over and over again because it it's mind boggling. Like, how could it be that you can have the mental process of a genius? Do you like, know what gets me about about uh, thinking grow rich? Hmm. You know, how sometimes people regard to their children. Their children will like do something, and you're like, "Whoa, right. that's so genius that he did that." Like, I remember I was like listening. I was overhearing two people talking. They were talking about how they got a new pool table. Yeah. And his kid came over to him and he was like, "So where does the water go?" You're just thinking, like, what? Like, how does he even think that? You know what I mean? Right. And, like, the truth of the matter is, is that the one of the things that's so genius about Think and Grow Rich is the fact that the genius is, sim is simple. It's simplicity. You know what I mean? It's just that right. you just, just think it and you do it. How hard is that? It's not that hard at all. And that's that's the part that's that's and at the same time it is hard. Exactly because of the whole glasses situation where you have all your insecurities right. and you have all these reasons why not to. There should be no reason why not to. That's that's the key to it all. Um, if we are you done? I have something to add that I was going to oh, add cool. earlier um, in relation to add Gary away. Gary V. Uh, he has this claim which I'm going to disagree with actually um, that what is an entrepreneur. So he, he claims an entrepreneur is someone who goes out on their own, puts everything into it, and makes a business and makes 
their personal brand and makes something happen. Right. So I kind of disagree with that. I okay. think an entrepreneur is someone, it could be anybody. A student is an entrepreneur, but they're an entrepreneur to be a student and get a degree. Um, becoming um, healthy in life. You're an entrepreneur for yourself. Right. So everyone is an entrepreneur. That's true. At something. Same thing. Yeah. Hundred percent. Right. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. So are we ready to move on to the next session? Ready to move on. Let's okay. Go. So the next session of our podcast is Habits of an Entrepreneur and a Productive Person. Um Well, well I feel like we just talked about all Yeah, that. I mean we're always gonna <laughs> talk about this stuff. One thing yeah. that I would say that you But listen, that, if if we're you know, if we're talking about something and whoever's watching this hits you yeah. in some way, either comment or ask a question. We want you guys to get involved. And, you know, you guys open up things for us when we uh, talk about things that, you know, we have our docket. Yeah. But if you guys can bring something in that gives us something new, gives us something valuable, that's really valuable for us and anyone else who's listening. So please get yeah. involved. Um, yeah. This is a tip that I'm giving because I'm implementing it at the moment. Like it's, it's happening right now for me. And I'm adding more to the routine, more to the repertoire. What that means is, is that I've, I've realized that things are moving to a point with Jerusalem Hub that mm -hmm. it's gonna be a lot of work and a lot of responsibility, a lot to do, a lot of keeping myself accountable. So what I've decided to do is to just say, I'm gonna do more of everything else in my life so that I can say, if I can do all of that, then I can do all of this. Mm -hmm. Just keep myself, keep the work ethic, work ethic up, keep building that strength and keep just keep moving forward. So that's my tip, add more to the routine. You have a tip? Where you're saying just to be more uh, honestly for me something that's been working really well there you go is when I wake up I just had a little bit I of a brain fart <laughs> when I wake up in the morning I do this meditation process I'm not going to get too into detail about it but it's a great way to start off the you day you just stole our arms oh did I <laughs> no um, uh, no I do it uh, and if somebody has like a really useful meditation tip feel free to drop a comment or uh, we'll discuss it maybe or Something of that sort. But I, for me, when I do that, honestly, it's way more powerful for me than drinking a cup of coffee. It helps me prep for my day. It helps me like build an emotional like excitement for the day. I kind of sit there. I think about what, what do I want to uh, create through this day? What do I want um, to produce through this day? And as I just like sit there, I, personally, I do it for half an hour. But I mean, it could be a little more. It could be a little less. And I just think about what do I want in my life also. And it gets me excited. I'm like, okay, great. Now what I get to do in my life or for the day is I get mm. to actually build what I'm thinking about. As opposed to if you just wake up and kind of go for the day. I mean, you got what to do. But it just really builds that excitement factor. So for me, that's a big deal. And that helps me be productive throughout the day. Go for it. Awesome. So for me, like, I think a lot of people, when they start something or they have an idea... They, like, oh, I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to make this work. But they forget that <clears throat> the best thing is your mastermind group. Oh, Bounce, bouncing ideas off of people. Boom. Because that's like when you, when you put one mind together, it's just one, um, one um, what mental function that's going on. But when you have, let's say for us, we have three minds. We have three minds going into a project. And when we um, ask advice from our friends or people that we actually want to ask advice from, because um, not all friends we want to ask advice from. Advice from friends is not yeah. always good advice. Sh so, yeah. so um, shut up. Okay. <laughs> oh, Sean Haber. Oh, Sean thank says, you for the uh, stands, by the way. Yeah, the guy, for, right? Yes. Thanks, thanks for, for the stand, the mic stands. And yeah, and, and Sean, who's into personal fitness, 
uh, he says meditation in the morning and night is the key. So I personally 100% agree with that, and it's great to hear that you feel the same way. Right. You, you yeah. could also Thanks share with us what kind of meditation so, you do. Right, so well. your mastermind group. Bounce ideas off of people. Um, make a group of people that have are like-minded like you. Have the same goals. Have the same goals. goals. And you'll really see that you will grow. You will work faster. Exponentially. Yeah, and like the cool word. thing is... I just want um, to say that word. This is something that there's something uh, a Gary Vee thing that I actually do agree with, um, which is actually very interesting. He built the way he built his company. He put together people. He has a massive uh, marketing company called VaynerX or something. VaynerMedia. Yeah, and yeah, so he what happens is he built he brings people in who are like-minded just like him and everyone bounces off of each other and they find themselves working faster and faster and faster because they feel themselves growing and being more capable of it when you're when you're stuck by yourself and you're trying to make things happen that's when you hit those like bricks and 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 those bumps and you're like what do i do what do i do and you're like i my brain is like farting so much so just go to your mastermind talk to somebody and just bounce ideas off of them and have them tell you that you're crazy and if once they say that then unfriend them <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that that's my uh habit awesome. That awesome. i think a lot of us are missing because everyone wants to be a loner that's true don't be a loner um so now we're going to move on to our next section of this podcast my my favorite section of this podcast mm. loa baby love the attraction. law of attraction um, just to speak for myself, um, I started, this is kind of adding on to my habit that I kind of uh, gave everyone about adding more to the routine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I started, I made this this vow. You were there for it. I think my brother was there for it. I was like, I'm going to take it to the next level fitness-wise, mm, right? Yeah. And I was just like, and it wasn't, it, and the crazy thing is that I've been working out for a while. I think you you and I started working out. That's when I yeah. really started working out. I'm working out for a very long time, and I haven't quite reached that point. It's like being on a level, but like never passing the level. Right. Because the passing that level means putting in more work, dieting harder. You know what I mean? Just, just a lot, a lot of work. And I was just like, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to get to this point, and I've been, I've been crushing it, like, tremendously. And I think that that... It has to do with the fact that my mindset has changed. It has to do with the fact that I've, I've taken into account that like my life is going to change no matter what. Things mm-hmm. are going to happen. Good things are coming. Good things are happening, and I, I owe it all to LOA. I really do. And and the, and it, I don't know. I mean, for me personally, I feel amazing. I feel great. I've been just hitting it hard with working, with working out, with dieting, and the whole thing. I mean, I don't know. You guys have been watching me. Like it's, yeah, oh yeah. it's legit. I wake up you in the morning. I, I started working out three times a week. I started biking for cardio. I'm like killing it. And, and, and if it wasn't for what I'm doing here right now, talking with you guys and doing Jerusalem hub and, and re and envisioning my success and envisioning where I want to be in life, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have, here's the word. I wouldn't have the wherewithal to do what I'm doing <laughs> right now. That's the word. And that's that's, that's where I want to begin. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, this works. LOA works. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Because I wrote it with so three exclamation So I'm points. going to interject and talk a little about LOA, the law of attraction, which essentially means, which I don't think we actually were coining it correctly. Um, 
that anything and everything that is in the world, there's something called the infinite intelligence, which um, if, I'm not sure how many people, if these these guys are just looking at the comments, they're not even listening to shit I'm saying. I'm not listening to what you're saying. So, uh, everything. I just want to make sure that we're not missing anything. So <laughs> no, we're not missing anything. <laughs> no, as Sean says, right. some pretty exciting stuff. Right, so LOA, <laughs> um, you're basically tapping into the fact that you can, everything in the world is available to you. You just need to be aware that you can get it. There's something called the infinite intelligence, which um, is all out there. We might call it God. We have access to that. We just need to turn up our vibrations in our brain and in our life to say, oh, this is coming to us because we want to access that point in the infinite intelligence. Like, I want a million dollars. So how am I going to get that million dollars? I'm going to like, I'm going to make that my goal. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to envision it. I'm going to use auto-suggestion, which is a way of telling your brain that this is something that I want. This is something that I'm going to have until the point where you're going to be creative enough to figure out this is how you do it. And that's all coming from LOA. Um, one example of that these guys did it, Jim Carrey did, he wrote himself a $5 million check and right. he got this in his head that it's going to happen, it's going to happen and Lonely eventually holes. it came flowing right to him because he radiated that, he vibrated in that way that the infinite intelligence will give it back to him because mm -hmm. it's there, because it's all there, everything is there. Every, money is like water. You just got to know how to turn those pipes. Yep. I'll, I'll personally, I'll tell you for me, uh, at least in my mind, because of this whole process, um, where I once thought building a multi-million dollar company was like impossible or very out of reach. I mean, listen, it's a task that's gonna be tough and it's not gonna be easy to get there. But to me, that is far more real and it's far more possible. Like in my yeah. mind, at this point, because of this law of attraction principle, it's far more real for me to be able to do that than a lot of other things that some people might even consider like just a little minor inconvenience. Like, yeah. like, I don't know, climbing Everest, honestly, I never thought that was that uh, impossible. It's a crazy, but I don't think it's that impossible. A lot of people have done it. But to me, this idea of building this company into something that number one helps millions of people, but also produces millions of dollars, uh, it's not even, that's not even close to impossible to me anymore. To me, it's like, okay, listen, it's gonna take work just like working out to build muscle or just like going to school to get good grades. But I don't see it to be any harder than that. And that's been a huge mindset shift for myself. And I think that these two guys can attest to that also. 100%. Right, and to answer Sean Haber's question, um, the method auto-suggestion is basically visualization. That is exactly what it is. You are visualizing as if you have it Already, right now. Yeah. Yeah. If you this wanna is find, yours. If you wanna find out more about that, Sean, go on our website uh, on the books page, download Audible, and you could download, I think for free, uh, as one of those two books, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon yeah. Hill. You can learn more about that for yourself. So auto-suggestion is the big thing. Yeah. Based also, thank yeah. you for the shout-outs and testifying the fact that my fitness has been growing exponentially. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm sure you wanted me to say that, too, and I have said it. Um, so uh, as, as far as law's attraction is concerned, I think we pretty much summed it up for today. Awesome. Yeah. Um, we're, now we're going to leave you with a little bit of motivation here. I'm motivated. Um, I'm motivated. Every this whole podcast is about motivation, but you see the thing is is that you can't there's no such thing as enough motivation. You got to give a little bit more. We I actually want to disagree with that. Okay. I think I I, I mentioned this before. Um, I actually had a Instagram post about this. I actually want to talk about motivation. Let's let's not do I'm going to shift this a bit. I know you're not expecting this. But I have the perfect quote that can end off with LOA. 
Hand off LOA, and then I'm going to bash motivation. Okay, this is the quote for LOA. You can have everything in life you want if you will just help other people get what they want. Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar. Interesting. That has to do with crushing it. That has to do with LOA. It has to do with providing a service. It has to do with the motivation to And it has to do with Jerusalem. Now you can do your little rant on motivation. So here's my rant on motivation. Um, Hey there, Moses. Yeah, motivation... I think motivation is amazing. It's unbelievable. It it's um, it helps. It gives you that drive at the beginning. But I compare motivation to action like talking to doing, like less talk, more do. Mm-hmm. Like right now, there's this whole motivation um, industry uh, where you see there's thousands of Instagram accounts that are just throwing out these motivational quotes. You have Gary Vee, you have um, Grant Cardone throwing out these motivational videos. You see hundreds and thousands, millions of views every day about this stuff. But the thing is, like, why isn't everybody a millionaire then? Mm, because motivation always starts. Well, so motivation is a starting point, but it's like talking. Everyone's talking, everyone's talking, everyone's talking, but no one's doing, no one's I'm, taking that action. I actually have an answer to that. Um, I, I'm, I'm a huge subscriber to motivation. I've, been, I've done what everyone else yeah. has done, watched the motivational video, videos on YouTube. And the crazy thing is that as we've been growing through Jerusalem Hub and as my mindset has been changing through LOA and all mm-hmm. that stuff, whenever I listen to them again, I there's there's something new. Like there's a new feeling from it. Like I understand what they're saying now. It's not that right. it's not that what they were saying was like, oh that makes sense. It was like I get it now. And it was just like it's it think of it from the from the chance like you're you're recharging your batteries for me. I mean, not so you know why you get it. You get it because you already took action on those motivations. Right. So now you point. see it from a different point. Right. So I'm I'm saying like if you're just listening to motivation just for the sake of motivation, then it's like talking to doing. You're just right. talking and talking and talking and talking. So right. So basically, but motiv- you you talk and you did, and now you're getting back into talking about what you did, and you're expect- I agree. you're building upon so it. So if I could just if I could just change what you said a little bit. Sure. You you can't have enough motivation, but. But you can't have enough if you're not taking action. Right. If you're yeah. taking action, then they work hand in hand. It's about it's about taking things in doses. If you over if you overdose on certain things, it doesn't work for you. Right. You have to do it in doses. So with every little thing of motivation, you have to give a little bit of action. If you don't give action, then the motivation didn't mean anything. Yeah. Right. Hundred percent. Amazing. Um, you seem like you wanted to add something. No, it's it's fine. Okay, cool. So we're going to move on to, before we close this off, we have a challenge. Um, First of all, thank you for those who joined us in the live feed on Facebook. We really appreciate that. Thank you for... Thank you for asking us questions. If you guys have any more questions, now's your chance to, to get them in before we end this feed. But thank you for like shouting out. That's that's getting out of your comfort zone right there. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Yoel Hughes, Roni Gottlieb, Moses Wolf, Sean Haber. Who else? Who else Sarah Mann. Yitzi Staples. Yeah. Um... Avram Avram Vinismach Eladarizi Shalom Makowitz Yaron Pat Thanks for watching <laughs> Yehuda Makowitz Samra Makowitz Michael Uncle Miller Morty Charnowitz Adina Makowitz Yisrael Santos Morty Charnowitz Yeah um, When you come back Jenna Pact Alright Thank so you So we had a lot of people get involved today and Thank we you for really asking your that. questions We really do appreciate that um, Aside from getting out of your comfort zone in that sense we we we, I mean, what, what's the challenge? We, we have the five no challenge. Get five no's. Um, we have a challenge. Make your own make your own Instagram story or Facebook story. If you tag us in it, we will shout you out. Um, tweet at us. 
Do something new. Do take action right now so that your life can change exponentially. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah, I was gonna get there. <laughs> start start now because if you because when you, if you start now, beautiful things can happen. And there's no there's no time like the present. Um, with that being said, I would like to invite everyone to please hit that like button on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Jerusalem Hub. YouTube slash Jerusalem Hub, I believe. YouTube.com forward slash Jerusalem Hub. We keep skipping the dot com part. You can also go uh, on Facebook, uh, Jerusalem Hub, like and follow our page. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on everywhere. Please please hit that like button on all our videos. Subscribe, comment. We will get back to you. We want to hear from you. Thank you for everyone who asked those questions. Tune in next week. So for next week, I want to get you guys excited because I want all you guys to come back, right? Next week, we have an interview with Ofer Berkovich. Ofer Berkovich is running to be the next mayor of Jerusalem. We're going to talk about infrastructure in Jerusalem, in Israel, how yeah. we can get, in, how it's going to uh, attract international investors, how it's going to attract more business to the holy city, and it's going to be super exciting for him, for us, and for everyone else involved. You guys can ask questions. We're it's going to be amazing. So please, guys, tune in next week. Also, thank Amazing. you, thank you for all the lively comments from Sean Haber. We want more people commenting like him, and thank you very much. Oh, actually, we have a question. Sorry, we have a question. <laughs> At Jerusalem Hub, Gary V says that you have to start loving the loss. What does that mean to each of you? Wow, actually, I actually watched that video today. Okay, I watched that video today. Uh, That's says, I think it's what we went back to the beginning of our podcast. What did we talk about? Uh, who remembers? I don't remember. TEDx. Right. We applied for TEDx That's and they right. rejected us. And loving the loss, they rejected us. Let's try it hey man, again. We got TEDx, this massive Plus, international organization, to reject part. us. We also had the balls to do that. Yeah. It's like, who the hell are we to do that? Love having the balls and enjoy the process of growing. And yeah, I mean, I can't. Yeah, so great question. Thank you for that question. At why Makowitz? Send us something funny next time. Yeah, like last time. Last time was just funny. Yeah. Um, again, I'm just going to plug in. Please like and subscribe our stuff. And with that being said, this concludes episode 14 of the Jerusalem Hub Audio Experience. We're looking forward to seeing you next week. Next week. Thank you for joining us on YouTube Live and for those who are going to be listening after the I record. I got it. Right. Thank you very much. And with that, we end.